Hey guys, welcome uh, Beth and Bob here. How are you doing, Bob? Doing fantastic. How are you, Beth? Uh, we are good over here. We are enjoying the fact that it's like five degrees cooler, you know, so those five degrees help a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it helps because now I can go work in the yard, which I was dying to do all summer. Oh, I bet you were dying to do it. <laughs> yeah. I was a little, I was a little thick with sarcasm, but yes, cooler weather is amazing. Yes. Yes. Well, guys, we are in the thick of small groups, and we thank you so much for your feedback, for your participation. We thank you for um, just the input and the emails we've been getting. We love hearing from you, so keep that up. Um, we have a few things to go over, but a huge announcement. And so there's other announcements, but you can read those in the email, the thing that I want to talk about is following. So on Halloween, the church is going to do a trunk or treat. And we've done this before, formerly known as Feastable, but this is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be on Halloween. And what it is, is we're asking small groups to sign up for a table. It's going to be outside and you guys can decorate that table however you want. And then you can pass out candy. You can pass out candy. You can pass out cookies. We're asking for it to be prepackaged things, not homemade things. You know, you could pass out glow sticks, different things, whatever it is that you want. And then um, come and decorate the table. So it's three to five on Halloween. We want to provide a safe, fun alternative to trick-or-treating. With everything going on right now, we feel like this is a great opportunity for the church to kind of come in and really support um, our families, but we need your help. We have three people signed up and we need way more than three tables. So please, 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 please sign up for a table in the email. There'll be a link for it and you guys can sign up. Um, there'll be a full description. It should answer all of your questions, but if you have more questions, that's okay. Please email us and let us know your questions. Bob, are you signing up for a table? We have signed up for a table and um, we have Katie Perriman, who is amazing with um, decoration and art. And uh, I mean, she has artwork in hotels in Vegas right now. So oh, wow. we are so happy to have her. We're probably going to win whatever award we're going to be passing out. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. There's no award, but we're just there just to have a great time and make sure the kids have, uh, you know, in case they can't go out to neighborhoods. We want them to have an excellent time with our church family. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to your guys' table. <laughs> so moving on, we want to give you guys a little bit of a caveat to this week's Intersect. Because if you're looking through the Intersect this week and you're listening to the message, you might see, hmm, these two things don't seem to go together. And part of that is, is anytime we have a guest speaker, we get to go off of the information that they have given us prior. And um, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's a little, this time it was a little bit. And so one of the points that Kevin had given me was about spiritual maturity and in a constantly changing climate, we should be looking more like Jesus. And he did cover that a little bit, but not as much as I thought he would, but that's okay. The message was, amazing and the holy yeah. spirit so powerful there right. however the intersect is going to look 
maybe not as in line as you might expect it to for different messages, but that's okay because this is all great and wonderful content, but you guys can pick your own adventure. If you want, you can say, hey guys, what stood out to you from the message or what is God doing in your heart this week and expand on to talk on that. Or you guys can go off the intersect, which um, is off the one point of just a constantly changing to look more like Jesus uh, transformation. So either way you guys wanna go, that's totally fine. So anyways, as we move on, the first question is, I really enjoy this question because it's great for me to see who in my small group is uh, talking to God throughout the week. So if you say, hey, how are you guys connecting with Jesus? And they say, oh, we're not. Then this is a great opportunity for you as small group leaders to be like, what? Why not? So just uh, that's an easy, easy uh, question for you guys. And then um, number two is just all about transformation. And so here it is. What are the things that are affecting change in people's lives? You know, is it the gym? Is it lifting weights? Are those the things that are that we're changing physically, but spiritually we're not growing or going anywhere? What are the things that are changing you? And um, here, what they talk about the most is really going to be where their heart is. And so um, if there's like a, a specific example of like, man, this week I was... I was really angry or I was frustrated. And so that's where their heart is changing, you know, or if it was, oh, the powerful time with the Lord this week and my heart was being drawn close to them. Just uh, ask for very specific examples. And then moving on to the passages, the passages are all about transformation, but not a transformation like, uh, you know, biggest loser or something like that. We're talking about a spiritual transformation, a transformation of, the heart of the mind and of the soul so that you're beginning to look more like Jesus than you are the culture that you're in. And um, the passages, we have notes in there, but Bob, do you want to expand a little bit more on the first Corinthians passage? Yeah. So first Corinthians, we have uh, 13, 11 through 12, but you can always, and this goes with like all the passages, you can always go back a little bit or forward a little bit just to get a little more context in this case, we were just looking at this, and 1 Corinthians 9 is a good, might be a good place to start. And it says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. Um, and then we'll let you read the rest of that. But it just shows that we're not, we're not there yet. And that should be obvious. It should be a no-brainer for all of us to look at ourselves and go, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not where I should be. But as long as we're well, as long as we know that, that that's, that's, again, it's biblical for we know in part and we prophecy in part because we're not, we're not fully Christ yet. Um, but we are definitely headed in that direction. So that's what we definitely want to talk about. We want to talk about like, it's okay. You know, if you're not the super holy Christian, you thought you would be, um, that's fine because that's, because everybody's there. Everybody, Steve, all the pastors are there. Every, every Christian counselor there, no one's perfect. And that's not what God is looking for. God is just looking for obedience and, and calling us to walk with him. And that, that was it. You know, that was his, his, his command was, uh, follow me when he was picking up, uh, his uh, disciples. That's it. Just follow me. That's all he wants out of us. So yeah, just, just kind of uh, 
lead your discussion that way. Like it's, it's, you know, we're not there yet, and, but we're getting there. And that's great. It's a great reminder of um, you might have more mature believers in your group and you may have people that are brand new Christians. And for both of us to know that that's okay. That's okay. So we don't want this to be a competition of maturity because then that's not really mature, right? We want it to be, uh, where are you at and how do we get you to the next step? All of this is about discovering and following Jesus really well together. So how do we get you on the next step in your path towards uh, spiritual maturity? Okay, the next uh, passage is in Exodus. And if you've read Exodus, if you know the story of Moses, as most of us do, this is just a great passage of, man, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I'm so reluctant. And I feel like that's all of us, right? God's calling us to bigger and better things. And we're like, I don't want to. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Because God's like, I'll provide, man. I will provide. I'll be your voice. I'll send someone with you. I will equip you, even if you feel unequipped. And so as we journey, just like we talked about uh, that spiritual maturity, as we journey in a life transformation, we might have to have someone come alongside us. We might have to ask for very, very specific things from God. And that's okay. And that's the beautiful thing about Moses is Moses was like, probably not the one to pick, but that's why God picked him because it's not about Moses and it's about God. What are your notes, Bob, on uh, question four? Four, yeah. These last few questions are usually where we'll split up so that, you know, my guys can feel like they can be a little more open. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes we're all together in a group. Now, the question is, what does it look like to cry out to and crave, cry out to and crave Jesus? Like, and so we definitely intentionally will leave questions like this very, very general, very broad and uh, open-ended. Why? Well, because we want everyone to answer. If we said, what does it look like to crowd and crave Jesus when the kids are driving crazy or when you're sitting in traffic coming home from work? You know what I mean? Like those are very specific questions. Um, but guess what? Not everyone has kids. You know, uh, we have a lot of empty nesters in, in my group or, uh, you know, people with no children. We have, uh, you know, I'm retired. We have a couple of retirees there. So, like, we like to just keep it just totally open. We want a, a, a nice, even playing field for all of us to engage in conversation. Um, so that's why these are just very, very general. Um, and I remember in the past couple of weeks, we've had uh, some discussion started from just a question like this, where somebody answered and and somebody else said, you know what, I feel like this is a good time to share my story that's kind of similar. And that's what we want. We want, we want all of us to kind of grow together through this, right? This is a journey. We don't want to be alone going through this. We don't want others to be alone. We want to support each other and encourage each other. So you will see lots of questions like this, just very open, very broad, right? Um, the next one is, what would it look like for to be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and unkind speech. This might be a little bit more focused for your group um, because maybe they're one way at work and another way at home. And so this question is, it's kind of, kind of calling us out 
And uh, as I said before, these couple of questions are usually reserved for our split time because maybe maybe the husband, you know, he doesn't really want to talk about, you know, who he is at work in front of his wife because he feels bad about it. So we just want to, you know, foster a good, safe environment for people just to be honest and to be vulnerable. So far in my group, it's happening. It's fantastic. Um, everyone, all of us are sharing um, the, the worst of who we are and, and who we would like to be, who we aspire to be. Uh, yeah, so this one is um, more about, it could be about themselves or it could be about how it's going to impact their relationships. Like I said, it could be at work, uh, it could be at home with their children, with the neighbors, etc. Um, and we just want to just kind of draw it out, right? This is, these, yeah. these small groups are the, are the place for us to, you know, just kind of share who we are and where Absolutely. we're at and, and where we're going. Yeah. And that's great. That's great for you guys to know of, um, with this, we want you guys to be able to use the tools and skills that you guys have as small group leaders to facilitate discussion, to be able to draw out and, um, encourage sharing where possible. And so, we're really thankful for you guys. We're thankful for all that you guys do. Thank you for your input. Keep sending us input. We love hearing from you. And we're so, so excited for um, all the things that are to come. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.